Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast, where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace. And now your host, Andre J. Benjamin. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast. This is your host, Andre J. Benjamin, and I am delighted that you would choose to tune into this episode. This episode, I'm going to be continuing talking about our role as the ecclesia. Who is the church? We talked about that last episode, and we're talking about it in this episode, part two. So this is a brief but informative episode where we will discuss the role of the ecclesia. Last time, we talked about how we are not just to go to a building when we're talking about church. Church is not just a building. It's not when we come on a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday. Some people meet on Saturday. They meet on Sabbath. They come together. This is not just the church. That is the holy convocation. That's the assembly. That's the gathering. But the ecclesia, the word that Jesus used in Matthew 16 when he was talking to Simon Peter and he said, who do people say that I am? And some say that you are Elijah. Some say that you're Jeremiah or maybe John, one of the prophets of old. But who do you personally say that I am? And then Peter says, hey, after he gets his instant message, his snap from heaven, he says, thou art the Christ. Good old King James throwback in English. The son of the living God. Thou art the anointed king, Mashiach. That's what that word means, anointed king. Not just savior, not just healer, not just redeemer, but thou art the anointed king, the Davidic line, the heir, the expected, anticipated one that we know we're waiting for, Messiah, the son of David, the son of David, the ruling warrior king, Messiah, the son of Joseph, the, the, the suffering servant. Ha, that he's like, you are the... The Mashiach, the son of the living God, he says, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I tell you that you are Petros, Peter, Pebble, and upon that confession that you have made, I will build my called out ones, my ecclesia, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. So we are called to be this called out group of senators that legislate heaven's will into the earth. We take heaven's will and we make it exported into earth. We give that demonstration, that down payment that Ephesians says. Now the Holy Spirit is the earnest or the down payment, like the good, the, the, the dowry, the, the taste of what's to come, right? The, the earnest money of what is to come. That people see us who are full of the Spirit go out. And how do we make disciples of nations? Matthew 28 we talked about that last episode, said, Go you therefore all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. This is after he's resurrected from the grave. Go therefore, all his disciples, and make disciples, make strict adherents of all the nations. Not go into some nations and make some disciples, but go into all nations and make disciples. Go into all the world, Mark 16, pre preaching, Healing, driving out the sick, the sickness that inflicts people, driving out sickness, driving out evil spirits, bringing life to those that have been dead. This is a great 
mighty call. So the goal and the intas of the ecclesia is to disciple the nation. When you're a CEO of destiny, when you're a chief executive officer of your destiny, you are yielded. You recognize that you're an ambassador, that you were to go forth, that you're to model in the marketplace the life of a Joseph, who was a very yielded person, who was self-governed, who had self-government, who walked according to the dictates of of the father and not according to the dictates of what he desired in his own self. That's why the Bible commends Joseph. That's why Joseph fled from youthful lust. He ran from the temptation. He yielded and he said, it is not in me. So if we are not discipling the nation, if we're not being the people that are coming together, because we talked about the two roles last week of that we are to gather together at a holy convocation, weekly, but then we're also to go and scatter into the marketplace as light and as salt, being the influencers, bringing in the culture of heaven into wherever we're at, whether you're a Uber driver, Lyft driver, taxi cab driver, teacher, physician, whether you're a scientist, whether you have a tech startup company, whether you are a venture capital firm, whether you work on Wall Street, whether you work in commodities and trade, whether you are a real estate developer, whether you are an insurance agent, whether you are a nurse, whether you are a neurosurgeon, a psychologist, whether you are a dentist, whether you are a builder, a manufacturer, a developer, an inventor, whether you are a seamstress, whether you are a garment maker, whether you are a fashion guru who is uh, starting up your own media brand on YouTube or Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook or Pinstaface. I don't know what's going on. There's so many networks nowadays. What are you doing? Periscope. What Does Meerkat still exist? RIP to Meerkat. I don't know. But for all these different platforms, if you're building a platform, you still, if you are yielded to the Father, still have a responsibility to be a CEO of Destiny, to give a return on the investment to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So if we're not discipling the nation, if the ecclesia is not discipling the nation, the nation is discipling the ecclesia, which means that the values of the nation's respective of where we live, wherever we live, wherever nation you're in, if I'm here in America, others are in other nations, they're either influencing you with their values and their cultures, or you're influencing and modeling out the cultures of heaven, starting with you, starting with your life, starting with how your marriage looks, how you're stewarding your children and encouraging them and modeling out, starting how you are in your finances, in your health, what is happening in our lives. God loves the nations. God says that there's two types of nations that Jesus is separating at the end of this era, sheep nations and goat nations, sheep nations, yielded nations that treated his people well, that made way for his people, that honored his people, that 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 bestowed dignity upon them, that did not oppress them, that did not uh, resist them. And then he's also, those are goat nations, those that resist, those that rebel, those that are stubborn and unyielded. We want to be a sheep nation and we want to encourage our nation to be a sheep nation. So we need businesses launched where people learn to become masters of their time, where people value people over profits. Man, where people are shifting the atmosphere. So when we come together, we are like equipment managers. That's what the fivefold gifts are given for. When the fivefold gifts, he says, now he gave some to be apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists. This is for the equipping of the saints where people would have garments that are made, custom made, knitted and fitted destinies and purposes. We talked about generational assignments, Acts 13, 22. Now David fulfilled the purpose of a generation and then he fell asleep. 
Paul said, I have ran my course. I finished my race, and therefore I know that there's a crown laid up for me. So this is our job as a CEO of Destiny is to fulfill our purpose, fulfill our, understand our point of difference, understand the value that we bring, become emotionally intelligent in the way we steward our relationships with people, become savvy in the way that we use our time, giving God a return on his investment, uh, yielding, uh, redeeming the time for the days are evil, repossessing the time, taking ownership over the time because the days are evil. Uh, producing a fraught, breaking up the fallow ground, uh, breaking up the uncultivated land in our life, the gifts, the talents and abilities, the ideas that you have, that you're getting. Some of you are getting dreams and visions. Some of you have open visions all the time. Some of you have great dreams to transform the marketplace, to transform agriculture, to transform the physical industry of, of fitness and physical therapy, uh, of 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 how people eat their food. Some of you have created great breakthroughs in food for how people eat food who have different types of setbacks and allergies. Some of you have created great technologies that will connect the world and help them to be educated and come out of massive amounts of illiteracy, that people become critical thinkers, that people make technology their slave and they're not slaves to technology, but technology helps accelerate us into our God-giving destinies. Everything has a destiny. Families have a destiny. Individuals have a destiny. Communities have a destiny. Nations have a destiny. Cities have a destiny. So there is a destiny. There is a glory, glory that is hidden and being concealed, and that glory is unlocked when God's people are connected to him, when we yield to him, when we say, we want to be your ecclesia, we want to Psalms 115 verse 16, we want to understand that you are in heaven and that you have given the earth to us to steward, to cultivate, to develop, to take the environment and make it yield bounty. Take the desert areas and turn them into oases. Build cities on top of places where it used to be a wasteland. Shift the minds of the people who believe that they were made to be inferior into those that understand that they are made in the image and likeness of God and they have a purpose and a destiny. Speak for the voiceless, speak for the widow, speak for the orphan, encourage them, surround them, pull them and give them a hand up like Peter did at the gate, beautiful, so that they would take strength in their ankles their ankles would be strengthened. They'd be able to walk on their own and they'd shout and give God the glory. This is the marketplace transformation that God is waiting. Are you willing to step and stand in the gap for this? Are you willing to learn to do well according to Isaiah 1, 18? Are you learning to be willing and obedient that you would eat the good of the land? Are you learning to walk into the shield of favor that's waiting for you according to Psalms 5 and 12 that the righteous are encompassed round about with the shield of favor. This is our responsibility. So the story begins in the garden in Genesis and it ends in a city in Revelation. It begins with a wedding and it ends with a wedding. God is the source of light before there was sun in Genesis and in the end in Revelation in the new Jerusalem, there's no need for the sun or the moon because God is its light and Jesus Christ is the lamb that is being honored. This is the way that we live, the life that is demonstrative of this. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope it was beneficial. Go ahead and do us a favor. Subscribe to the podcast. Recommend it to others. Give us a five-star review. The reviews help others to discover us in the iTunes search engine. And if it was horrible, don't tell a soul. Let's keep it our secret. Go to the website, ceoofdestiny.com. Pick up the resources that are available, the books, the classes, the downloads, the audios, Whatever that is available that you are going to find useful to help you accelerate your destiny, 
go ahead and lay hold of it. Thank you for listening to me. And I ask that God would grant you the boldness and the courage to step out of your comfort zone and to activate your destiny. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Shalom. Tune in next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.